welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Beth. And you got another great scripture. I do. In our year-long study. 365 days, and we're only on day 25. Hallelujah. All right. This comes 17 verses later than the one I read yesterday. Yep. Joshua 10, 25. Love Joshua. Joshua said to them, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Be strong and courageous. This is what the Lord will do to all the enemies you are about, or you are going to fight. Wow. How would you like that to be said to you when you know you're facing crazy people, right? (laughs) Sorry, I got carried away. That's right. All those people out there that do not know Jesus, or sometimes they know Jesus, they're just not living for Jesus. Anyway. You warm my heart. uh, So. Today's teachings entitled 13 Ways. To turn it all around. Oh, I love it, don't you? I do. Yes, we do. Do you feel all wrapped up in your circumstances? Like your situation is lifeless, without the possibility, probability, likelihood of things turning around? Mm. If that's you, get ready. Because the resurrection power of God is going to be loosed in your life today. Think about that. Hallelujah. Do not be afraid. We're going to share 13 questions. Which, when answered honestly and implemented immediately, have the potential for a major turnaround in your life. But first, let's discuss Lazarus, who is described in John 11.5 as a good friend of Jesus. Here are seven things to provoke our thinking based on the story of the friend that Jesus raised from the dead. Raised him from the dead? Yep. Mm-mm-mm. Things can be raised from the dead. First, things are not as they always appear. That's true. John 11, 4. 11, classic amplified. When Jesus received the message, he said, This sickness is not to end in death, but on the contrary, is to honor God and to promote his glory, that the Son of God may be glorified by Jesus saw, well, he saw things differently, but so can we. Second, we must be willing to deal with adversity. Sometimes no fun, but it will happen. But we have to do it. John 11, 7 and 8. John 11, 7 and 8, classic amplified. Then after that interval, he said to his disciples, let us go back again to Judea. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews only recently were intending and trying to stone you. Are you thinking of going back there again? You know, when you're confident of your calling, committed to your purpose, following your dreams, you cannot allow the luxury of being sidetracked by adversity because it will do you no good and you will make no progress. Actually, it will do you harm. Third, don't ever stop believing. John 11, verses 11 through 15. 11, 11 through 15, classic Amplified. He said these things and then added, Our friend Lazarus is at rest and sleeping, but I'm going there that I may awaken him out of his sleep. The disciples answered, Lord, if he's sleeping, he will recover. However, Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that all he referred to was falling into a refreshing 
and natural sleep. So then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake I am glad that I was not there. It will help you believe, to trust and rely on me. However, let's go to him. Fourth, Jesus was four days late, but he was still on time. Hallelujah. We need to remember that sometimes. We do. John eleven seventeen. John eleven seventeen classic amplified says, So when Jesus arrived he found that he, Lazarus, had already been in the tomb four days. To be successful in life we need to understand and operate, unfortunately, sometimes we think on God's timetable. We can have a good idea. We can even have a God idea. But if it's not in God's timing, it's not going to work. It'll fail. Fifth, you must be willing to deal with doubt from those closest to you. John 11, verses 20 to 25. 11, 20 to 25, classic amplified. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, while Mary remained sitting in the house. Martha then said to Jesus, Master, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. And even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, he will grant it to you. Jesus said to her, Your brother shall rise again. Martha replied, I know that he'll rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am myself the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in, adheres to, trusts in, and relies on me, although he may be dead, yet shall he live. Mm, Six. Good. Speak to those things that are not. (laughs) Speak to those things as not. That are not as though they were. Or. Walk in your authority as a believer, dealing with the situation. With every dead situation. That's exactly right. Get a hold of this. John 11, 20 to 26. 11, 20 to 26. Classic Amplified. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to him while Mary reigned sitting in the house. Martha then said to Jesus, Master, if you've been here, my brother would not have died. Yes, I know we just read this scripture a little minute ago, but listen to the rest of it. Verse 22, And even now I know that whatever you ask for, he will grant it to you. Jesus said to her, Your brother shall rise again. Martha replied, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am am myself the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in, adheres to, trusts in, and relies on me, although he may die, yet he shall live. Mm. And 26, and whoever continues to live and believes in, has faith in, cleaves to, and relies on me, shall never actually die at all. Do you believe this? Mm. Seventh, your turnaround can happen, and it sometimes happens, boom, just like that. John eleven forty five. John eleven forty five in the Message Bible said, that was a turnaround for many of the Jews who were with Mary. They saw what Jesus did and believed in him. Child of God, it's turnaround time. Yes, glory to God. Turnaround time for you, for us. It's time for us to realize that things that are not 
always as they appear. That God's doing a whole lot more right now that we can't see so he can bring into manifestation the things that we can see. It's time for us to believe that things can be turned around just like that. So here are 13 questions to help turn your life around. Number one, if Jesus were walking on planet Earth today, would he want to hang out with you? Mm. Would Jesus want to go where you go? Do what you do? Just ask him. Number two, what books do you plan to read in the next day, week, and month? The Bible, obviously the greatest book of all, should be the first choice every day. My good friend Joey always likes to say, Java and Jesus. <laughs> anyway, you can tell where our hearts are. However, I also encourage you to spend at least an hour a day reading books that will enliven, empower, and encourage you. You know, the thing about it is, is anytime you're reading a book that motivates you to be a better person, that's a plus in your, on your side of the, the scoreboard. There was a period of time when my husband used to read a book a week. But then the Lord changed his mind on some of that. He would read it, then he would read it again and underline it, then he would read it again, and, you know, I mean, the Lord just had to read it till he had it. Because sometimes it takes that much to just get it inside of you before moving on to the next one. Amen. Number three, what CDs, DVDs, MP3s you plan to listen to or watch in the next month? Have a personal, spiritual and professional growth plan that determines what you listen to and watch. In high school and colleges, there's a curriculum that students must follow in order to graduate. You're attending what some call the University of Hard Knocks. If you want to graduate, you need to plan a course of study to free you from lack, limitation, and mediocrity. And listen to me. Sometimes the school in Hard Knocks teaches you a whole lot more than some university where you, you might get a degree. Say that again. That's that true. is a truth. I'm gonna, I've, I should have brought the scripture for this one. I might bring it tomorrow. There's a great scripture in the Passion Translation about that very thing. So, what is the number four? What is the first goal you want to accomplish in each of the six major areas of your life? The six major areas include your spiritual life, family, financial, physical, mental, and social. All we're suggesting is one goal, just one, that you can identify and then achieve. Amen. Number five, pick one thing that you want to change in your life each week and in the next month. Is there a habit you'd like to break? Perhaps a new one you'd like to start. Number six, write down the name of one person you met, you and then you meet each week. Make it your business. This is a church or work. Make it your business to meet someone new each week. Church is a great place to start. Yes, it and is. And it'll help you broaden out no in doubt. your business. Make it your business to learn one new person every, every service. That's right. Number seven, name the four personalized verses that you plan to commit to your memory during the month. We suggest verses be in an area of your life where you need a breakthrough. Pick the verses, read them, confess them, memorize them. Yes. Number eight, 
If you were given $100,000 to spend, save, or invest during the next month, what would you do with it? Listen, think about it. Make a thought and write it out. Money follows vision. If you don't have a vision, you don't need the money, nor will you. can you expect God to give it to you. That's true. Number nine, write down something each week where God blessed, delivered, or turned things around for you. Mm. Praise God for what he's done and is doing through, in and through your life. Number 10, pick one family member or friend with whom you want to strengthen your relationship in the next weeks or month. List the person and how you plan to accomplish it. The best way to change the people around you is to change what's happening inside of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Number 11, conduct a 30-day cash survey and determine one area of spending where you can redirect your money in order to get you out of debt more rapidly. And we've told this a number of times, yes. honey, and it's critical to gaining control of your finances. And let me tell you, if you don't ever start, you will never get anywhere. That's exactly right. Number 12, ask God to stir creative ideas in you during the next month. List what he shows you each week. We're praying for supernatural creativity to flow within you so that you can think beyond your imagination, but it will also mean you'll have to get up off that couch <laughs> and do it. Amen. Number 13, write out every single negative thing you think about yourself or that others have told you. Once you list the negatives, we want you to write out across that sheet of paper the lies of the devil. And then remind yourself how you were created in God's image and after his likeness and how you have the mind of Christ. And that way, that'll keep you from... And then, and then when you, if you realize that somebody might have had an inkling of something right, then go change it. Absolutely. Well, until tomorrow morning at 8.30 Eastern and every morning, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep... Thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.